Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. My name is Simon Miller and today I'm joined by Stephen W. Burns. Hello. Jim Trinker. All right. And Tom Ori. Hello. We're big time now as well, boys. Don't worry about it, because today we're sponsored by Magic Jewels Origins, the new free-to-play digital version of Magic the Gathering. You can visit magic.wizards.com forward slash jewels for more info. Now, we are going to try and talk about games today, but we're in the lull, as they say, in terms of stuff coming out. Batman has come out, and that's yeah. kind of like abused everybody's time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, but we kind of chat. But Tom, you play a little bit of Batman. Mm. Well, I mean, just quickly, we'll, we'll touch on it. I mean, are you enjoying it as much yeah, as everybody else is? I really is? like it. Yeah, that's what I I'm mean, talking about. Dave likes it too. There's He's not, not much more to say. It's like, it's a very good game. I mean, I don't really mind the uh, Batman Beale stuff either. It just all works really well. Um, I kind of like that a lot of it is stuff like, I didn't know much about it, I guess, beforehand. I played the other games. I hadn't read too much about the new game. And there's a lot of stuff happening that I didn't think was going to happen or know about, and it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, well, there you go. Burns, you haven't played it yet, have you? No. Are I you going to bother with the Batmobile? Just you can't be asked with it. I won't play it until there's a PC version with a trainer. So every time it comes to a Batmobile mission, you can just skip it. Okay, well, that's fair enough. So maybe not for a while. <laughs> maybe no Batmobile or Batman for Burns for I a mean, while. the PC version is already pretty bad. It's dead. But someone will make a version which completely removes the Batmobile, especially yes. in uh, story missions, and then I will play and no doubt enjoy it. Okay, Jim, just quickly, as we're yeah. doing a round table. Are you still yeah. playing Batman? I am still playing Batman whenever like I get the chance. Yeah, absolutely love oh, it. Okay. I even like the Batmobile. There well, we go. There I mean, go. I think there's perhaps a little bit too much of it, but... You know, I'm not feeling, I'm not, I don't hate it when I'm in it. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thumbs up for Batman. Um, but something Jim and I, um, and Burns, you can attain to this as well because you played at E3. Jim and I went to play a load of Nintendo games last week. Yeah. If you'd like the joke version, you can watch the Miller Report, which mm-hmm. is up now. Um, if you're a patron, it's up, you can know, up today. If you're listening on normal waves, is that a thing? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some, it's up now. Go watch it. Go search Video Gamer TV. Now, I mean, Tom, you kind of get, you know, you've read about Star Fox mm-hmm. and stuff. So you know yeah. the deal. Now, I kind of like, they didn't like Star Fox Zero, but by the end of the demo, I was kind of intrigued by it. I know what you mean, Steve, about the um, the controls and just, I mean, mm. it looks like a Nintendo 64 game. It's really bad. Yeah. But I, there Does was it actually look it. that bad? Because when they showed terrible. it off at the, the Nintendo Direct, I was very close to saying something along the lines of on Twitter, is this a 3DS game? <laughs> but this is, it looks very sparse. It, it looks yeah. like not a lot has mm. gone into it. It's like... A line drawing that's then been coloured in. It, it mm. looks like they, they're. Does it run at sixty? I think it was. It does run at sixty. Is this, yeah. Yeah. is this because they've got the whole dual screen thing? So one uh, screen shows something different to the other. And they screen. are both running at sixty frames a second. I think, I think yeah, that's I think, their I think, thing. I think they're, that's what it is. Yeah. They're both running at sixty. Therefore, there has to be some, yeah. you know, so technical. They've made a lot of uh, sort of sacrifices mm. and fidelity to mm. to, yeah. to maintain that Mainly speed. It being good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. I didn't think it was necessarily good. But the demo is what twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. By the end of the was demo, it the same demo. Yes, it was. Yeah, but the end of the demo, I was like, maybe I'd like to play some more. Not necessarily from an entertainment standpoint, but from a, maybe I will get into this the more they play it. Mm. I didn't enjoy jumping back and forth to the no, to the control. Like getting used to. I just I much rather get used to the way it plays and then start shooting stuff yeah. on on the TV. Do you know what I thought it looked like? It looked like it was running on like a late 90s, early 2000s Sega arcade cabinet hardware. Like it, it, it had the yeah. sort of Virtua Fighter look to it, if that makes any sense at all. Oh man, those games look much better. The Naomi boards, <laughs> those, that board looks, made everything look so much better. It's so bland. Yeah. And yeah, it may be a technical achievement to uh, have it running and 60 frames and on the gamepad and on your television but at the same time as a technical achievement to train a fucking monkey to play a Wii game doesn't mean it's any good yeah but it? you know if, if, if DICE had made that 
right? I don't give it, a shit about Dice. What have they got to do? I'm saying, it, it, you know, but uh, you can understand the approach because if Dice had made that, it would be running at 900p and probably struggling to maintain 30. They've obviously gone for the... You know, the smooth. The, the actual, you know, the, giving you that, that, that feeling of flight is greatly helped along by the fact that it does run at 60. Well, listen, it. Jim, you are working with limited it. hardware. I played it. I did it's bloody crap. play it. I don't think it's crap. <laughs> no, I see, I, I, I can you press the A button and you turn into a chicken. Now that bit... That's what, that's, that was cracking. I loved it. That's, <laughs> these are things that happened. I didn't even that make that up. That bit is the most Nintendo edition <laughs> to any game ever. What if the craft could turn into a chicken and run around? Put that in the game. I'd, love, I, a, I'd love a good Star Fox, you know, and the feeling of fly, Jim, you are correct there. It does feel nice to fly the craft when you're not struggling to look between two screens and smashing into stuff. Yeah. Because when you look at one screen, your hand position is obviously different and that affects the way that you aim with it. Mm. So it, it feels like an interesting the, tech demo. I think, I mean, you, the, the controls as well, are like, it's very difficult to sell them as well in the 20-minute demo. And it, um, I mean, by the end of it, I kind of felt like I was starting to get it, like you know, like being encouraged by the by the Nintendo rep to you know use the the the, the, the gamepad screen just for sort of precision aiming because it gives you a first person view of the mm-hmm. cockpit and stuff, and um, yeah, switching between them is a bit of a nightmare. But by the end of that demo, I did, I, I'd started to feel like it was clicking, and I did feel like I think after an hour of this, I'd be fine. Yeah, I think it's just it's just it's a difficult, it's a bit of a it's not instantly to, accessible. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not completely intuitive, and it's maybe something that uh, requires a little bit of investment in terms of practice. Is but it partly like I get this every time I play a Wii U game? Is that I don't play it often enough, so even using the gamepad feels a bit weird to yeah, begin with. Yeah. And every every single well, game I go and play on it, because I'm not playing every game I have on the Wii U, it's always like. And like a learning again to get used to it and how it yeah. feels and all that kind of stuff. Especially when it pops up on screen like press ZL to do this. You're like, what the fuck is ZL? Yeah, yeah. And you kind of have to fundle around with the controller to remember where ZL is. I mean, that's the problem with that thing is it is like using a dinner tray. But I, I think, I, I don't know, I think what they've tried to done is everyone always raves on about how much they love Star Fox 64. So they've really gone right, you know, in terms of look and the way it plays, chicken aside. We're going to try and emulate Star Fox 64 and give this sequel to yeah. people that have demanded it for so it's long. It's even got N64 tax string. It's very yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's, I think that's why it looks like that, though. I think they've gone, we want to try and make it feel as authentic as, as we can. <laughs> I think it's a mistake. I think they probably mm. should just start again. But also, no one's talking that Platinum's developing it. No one. No one. No, I which version? Pe- it's like... Well, that's true. There are many versions yeah, of it. Yeah, which Platinum? It's not... That's a very good point. But you think that would be more of a... People just went, meh. They right, made quite care. a big lot of people talking about over E3. Did they? I didn't really yeah. feel it. But they are making a lot of games, Platinum. Mm. Like which? Yeah, they are. And they have a history of making some good games and some bad games. Yeah. What was the last game they released? I should research that before I just throw it out there. But what was the last game Platinum actually put out into the world? Was it? I can't remember if it's Bayonetta. Uh, they made Bayonetta two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course they did. Yeah. And they did um, the other game, The Legend of Korra, it is the anime spin-off thing. But that was like a digital game. But that was like bad. But clearly they had that on a very tight. Maybe that's Star Fox Are team. they like grasshopper manufacturing that they do loads of stuff in yeah. Japan that you just never... Like... I don't know if they do. I thought they did. I thought that was their deal. They kind of I think most of the stuff, stuff gets released over here. Oh, okay. But then they're also at the moment working on Transformers game. They're working on Nier. Um, yeah. Like there's probably other stuff that I've forgotten. No. Platinum? Like... They're working on Scalebound. Like, I don't know how big they are, but there's a lot of games. Mm. Yeah. Oh, there they're, weird. they're like Telltale, but for weird bullshit. 
There you go. They should change their name. Telltale, but for weird bullshit. They, they are, though. You're right. They, they do make of... some very good games. They have made some very good yeah. games. What? They made... Um, Silence. What was it called? <laughs> their big, the big game they did. What, Bayonetta? No, no, there's another one. Everyone, everybody loved it. Everyone went crazy about it and whipped their junk out and threw it around. Anyway, I don't know. It would come to me and I shout out in the middle of a conference. <laughs> conference? Middle of a conversation. The wonderful one-on-one, do you mean? <laughs> no, that was atrocious. I I chatted to the Metal guy. Gear, didn't they? I chatted to the guy that made that at E3 2014. He genuinely thought this was there. He goes, "This is going to change the Wii U's fortune. This is the best thing anyone's ever seen." And it was an okay game, but they were a very mm. different way than everybody else. It was a bit like an Amiga game. What else did we play there? We played the new Skylanders game. I've never played a Skylanders game before, so it's completely lost on me. Um, um, it, to me, it just seemed like a way to fit in Amiibos slash Skylanders <laughs> and make more money out of it. I mean, it, that's all I got from it. I mean, yeah, I mean, the game was designed to sell toys. So yeah. Basically. But having said that, they are actually quite decent games. Like, I've, I've not sat and played them for hours or anything, yeah. but I've played them with, with the kids and stuff. And it's like, it, 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 like, on a really sort of basic level, it's a bit like Diablo for kids. Like, you yeah, know, I've like had a few people say you that. You fire about, you get loot, you know, you get you get upgrades to your equipment. Yeah. There's like different. There's a hub world. There's different areas that you clear and whatever. Um, yeah, it's really fun. They love it. Then uh, Skylander <laughs> Superchargers was pretty much the same, except with an emphasis on vehicles. I That's mean, what you do, isn't it? When you get to a certain end of a cycle, you throw in vehicles and do the same game again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. New life into I mean, it. it works for Arkham Knight, so... <laughs> exactly, there you go. Makes sense. Uh, we did play Mario Maker, though. I want to talk about that, because I think Mario... Because you play, you liked it as well, didn't you, Mario Maker? Burns? I did like it. I think it's really good. Uh, it's much more fun. It's like It's got little big planet syndrome, where I don't think it's necessarily fun to make your own levels, <laughs> but I think it's a lot of fun to play other people's mm. levels, especially when they're so crazy you go well me and Mo's never going to do this is he it's no, never going to happen I think is, is hilarious is that, like you know Simon Miller right now has said uh, yeah I quite like Mario Maker it's oh, really good the best bit, yeah. and then the video <laughs> that's not me Jim. Miller Report Miller going that's a lot of rubbish exactly maybe one day people will start some, to realise they're two some different people, people some people can't deal with that no, they, <laughs> <laughs> that is true <laughs> anyway um, the best bit is there'll be no crossover it was they'll really watch cool. that they won't listen to this <laughs> oh absolutely um yeah, I, I again, I, I like uh, my kid played Mario Maker, and it was uh, I've, I've she, you know she draws and stuff all the time, and like like all kids do, but it seemed really intuitive, like you know, in terms of like a tool that lets you design levels, yeah. and lets you sort of in a really rudimentary fashion put logic into them and you know allows you to sort of you know do game design on on a in is a it, really sort I assume of it's, way, it's because of the way it is it's not little big planet little big planet is all not so it is about like building like almost like robots and stuff yeah. that do stuff they have like ai they have like and mechanics it, and I, stuff yeah. but this because it's mario i assume is easier because it's bricks and it's yeah i mean kind of i didn't see anything that, that indicated it was uh there's no physics based stuff or anything like oh uh, no it's nowhere near as as, as yeah. complex that should hopefully make it easier for people to do yeah. mm. should have been a launch game yeah well i mean yeah i, I, I agree i thought that uh, you know watching an eight-year-old play it and just immediately understanding it in a way that, but I I never really got Little Big Planet. No, it was either. far too. It was impenetrable. Yeah, it was really hard. Like doing anything in that is like, you have to. Yeah. In Little Big Planet three, they basically built um, a whole game around learning how to 
make levels. Yeah. And that they needed that the first time, really. But um, everyone yeah. went mad for that fucking game, didn't they? The <coughs> first two little big. Oh, the first. Like... The first was supposed to be the PS3's Great White Hope. Uh, like it was going to change the world. I thought it was a load of shit. I hated it. I well, never got it. It was the games. floaty jump. Yeah. It's a platform game essentially. Yeah. The, yeah. The, you can't jump properly. Dead. Four really, out of ten. It had a really cute mascot, and it had fucking Stephen Fry narrating it. Fuck that and guy. Everyone's. <laughs> I kind of like Leon Planet. So right. like nah, I, I like the idea. I think for me, I was very excited about. You know, this is why I like Mario Maker. I wanted to make my own levels, but as soon as I started doing, it, I was like, I'm not cut out for yeah, this. Yeah, then you mm. realise that you can't. Like, I want, I'd like to be an astronaut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? But I'm not good enough. But, <laughs> but I'm not going to be. Yeah, but that's then why it's Mario really hard. That's. I mean, Mario Maker is so simple. You could put it on a. They won't do that. Well, maybe they will. I doubt it. But you could put it on a tablet, mm. and you'd be able to. You know. You wouldn't feel that. I mean, maybe when you actually did the platforming stuff, it would because touchscreen controls are terrible. But you would be able to do it without feeling. If you did that with a little big planet, there it would be a nightmare trying to do all that with your fingers. And I think that's the again, it's classic Nintendo. It's really easy to. It to is pick really up. classic Nintendo. Like there's stuff you can, and even though it's a creative tool, it actually kind of follows the logic of Mario games, and not in terms of playing them, but mm. in terms of actually building the levels. Like you know. Um, you, like if you want to make a goomba, place a goomba in the level, and if you want to make it a large goomba, you drag a mushroom onto it. Yeah, you know it just it makes sense. Um, I don't know if it if it would make sense to an adult who's being being conditioned to sort of you know, you, you know not expect sort of a creative tool to have exactly the same sort of mechanics as as a game, but. Um, makes perfect sense to a child. Yeah. Know, I want to make that bigger, I'll give it a mushroom. And some of the levels yeah. I played as well, I played the one from the Nintendo World Championships. I mean, it was nonsense. It's app. Did you, did that, they show you that one as well? I don't know, that was on no, the show. No, I just got E3. to, I was in the Nintendo booth thing. Yeah. Oh, the, the the guy showing Miller levels was absolutely sadistic. <laughs> he was just like it's throwing jibes at me the whole time. I was like, "What are you doing, clown?" It's like, "Leave me alone! Just let me play the game." But he was like, "Probably going now. Ah, you failed that one." I do realise that I'm here too, um, but it was nuts. I mean, I, it was all like you know, thousands of goombas and thousands of shells and coins and blocks and mushrooms and just mm. you know, it, and it wasn't like traditional Mario, which is very kind of get well. Some of the levels do get a bit more complicated, but there was a lot of guest doors, and you've gone in the wrong door, and if you don't then go out the door straight away, you'll die. You know, it's a lot of like um, Twitch gaming, basically. Mm, yeah, and it just it felt very different for Mario. I imagine those levels will get very boring very quickly, but there'll be different ones that people come up with, and then they'll find a way to do something you didn't even think they'd be able to do in the there first place. There will be people who make amazing things of that. Yeah, it'll mostly be shy. It'd be like Little Big Planet. Yeah, but you know. Um, or anything. You can't you can't create your own sprites and stuff, can you? No, no. So. But not. But the, this is the thing. Probably not as intended. But somebody will imagine. It's got some cool stuff. Like you can play the original sort of Mario Brothers aesthetic, but with ideas you remember from stuff like Mario Brothers Three or Mario World. So there's a change mushroom if you play some of the original Super Mario Brothers levels. So you mm. see Princess Peach done in that sort of NES sprite style, mm. which you never saw before when you were back in the day. So it's got some nice things like that in it. And that still counts as your like second life kind of a thing. So mm. small things like that are really good. And I think if you're a long-time Mario fan, that would probably make you mark out a bit. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's really nice. But I think why it's taken so long is beyond me. Like it's been... you, should have, you should have launched with that. Yeah. I, I kind I of really think they should have waited it. to the next console or at least get it out on that as well. Because yeah. I'm not going to buy Wii U now. Like it's too late. I mean, psh, Wii U and it. But if it, if build it launched, Mario Maker it launches, into the yeah. Yeah. Build it into the next one, yeah. That's like Alex the um, Kid. Alex the Kid. One of the reps did point Alex out. Alex the Kid. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was one, this one called Alex the Kid. No. 
He's a kid, but maybe well, I don't know. But he's not. <laughs> I was referring to the kid. Wonder yeah. the boy. <laughs> I'm going with Alex the kid. I can't change now. I'm too old. Alex, the eponymous kid. Exactly. That's a bad name. <laughs> Gonna have a whole run of those games. Um, another one. One of the reps pointed out, like just stuff that you wouldn't really think of, like you know, in an in an actual Mario game, you'd never find a Goomba in an underwater level. And yeah. she's like, "Well, you can do that here." <laughs> and the, uh, the world stops. And the, yeah, I mean, the, the, for a nanosecond, I was like, "Wow." And yeah. Then, and then, well, there's a reason for that, though, isn't there? Yes. <laughs> when, I, when I was playing it. And I was dicking around, making a load of rubbish. Uh, so not much different to usual. And I thought, you know, it does have little blue planet syndrome where you're going to think, wow, I'm not a genius game designer. And the key for the entire experience for me is how their ID system, where each yeah. level has a generated code. Uh, so you can, you can play the best ones. How does that uh, proliferate? How does that populate the list when you turn it on? Mm. Because you don't, if you have to wade through a mountain of shit, I'm sure that Nintendo will do this right because they're pretty mm. good at that sort of stuff. I don't know; they still they, get they still get confused by the internet. Yeah, but they're good at <laughs> they're good at like navigating people through their games. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that's the key. Like, if you could get if there's Nintendo ones, <clears throat> Nintendo sponsored ones, and you know user generated ones, yeah. and a nice blend. But otherwise, it's just a cool little curio. Like, oh, make your own Mario levels. Great in 1987. Yeah. Now, kind of cool, but... No. What, what are the styles? Is, is it NES, SNES, and then New Super Mario? Yes. Yeah, New yeah. Super Mario looks really nice as well. You know, does, when, yeah. when they loaded that one up, my first thought was, oh man, that's nah. a good looking... Straight to SNES, isn't it? Yeah. Straight. It's a bit, it's a bit weird, because like, they've flattened the, the, the New Super Mario Brothers style. Yeah. So you know how it's, it, it's sort of 2.5D on the DS or uh, 3DS or whatever, and in this, it's just, it is that those assets but 2d mm. so it looks a bit strange um it's nice though it's a good looking yeah, game it's quite it cool. proves that art style art direction is more important yeah. than visual grunt every now and then i mm. quite like how uh <laughs> like you know the, the, the sort of pointless entertainment of of youth you know like when i watched my daughter make a level and she just filled it with coins gave herself a superstar at the start so she and then made herself a staircase to the top of the flagpole there you go so she was just like she just started Lazy. her level ran along battering a lot of goombas <laughs> off the screen <laughs> got you know 10,000 points and uh, that was that and she was like yeah I've done this now the most, <laughs> the most popular little bit level is always the one where you just go down a ramp pick up a load of stuff to get an achieve a trophy and then is it that's video it. games ladies and gentlemen we played Mario Super Smash Fun Times everyone enjoying themselves ultra tennis as well Yeah, I was a little disappointed by that I mean what was I expecting for a Mario Tennis game but my gosh they've just repeated the last game verbatim I mean why wouldn't they do you get mad at Wimbledon do I get mad at You're like, I can't believe it's more they, tennis. I can't that believe Federer not, won this seven times. They just repeated this. That is not the same <laughs> at all. A real sport that you watch for entertainment is not the same as a playing real a real sport single. for real men exactly. with real guns. But you're, you're trying to tell me it's okay for them to take a yep. game that's essentially yep. exactly the same and just yep. repeat it verbatim, yep. not change it yep. at all. Absolutely. And then charge 50 Absolute, quid for it. 100%. Why? I charge 90 quid for it. <laughs> Nonsense. You're just saying this to be that guy. It's no, not true at all. I played it and I really liked it because. I liked it. It was fun, but it's the same as the last game. Yeah, but I only really liked it because my uh, my nemesis was uh, playing against me. <laughs> and uh, what, they, uh, Games journalists? No. <laughs> but they, some Nintendo people. And they said... Lorraine Kelly? Yeah, well, <laughs> she's up next. Uh, she's in the final. 
But yeah, they said, <laughs> oh, I'm really, the, uh, my nemesis said, oh, I'm really good at this. I beat the last journalist I played. So it weren't really quiet. And naturally I won. Of course. And the guy, like at the demo pods you had, you had a guy standing there, right? So I was playing against someone else. And then there was the guy who was, job was to stand at the demo pod and explain the game. And midway through the second game, he went, Man, it's, gone, it's gotten really quiet, hasn't it? <laughs> the tension like, is high. And I was like, yes, it has. <laughs> and then I won and then I left. See you, Nintendo. That's it. Exactly. With the boot I, mean, I can't flame. remember a single thing apart from me going, wait a minute, is this like virtual tennis? Like, how do I, how do I hold... It's a little bit like virtual were, tennis. Yeah, it was like, I'll oh, just use A for like your normal topspin shot. Or yeah. I was like, no. Because you don't hold it down, like the timing's a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. The ball doesn't seem it doesn't go as fast as you would, yeah, as you I think. It, it would if you just held it down. But I, I like it when you get big. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's the best thing about life. Yeah. And I liked it. I thought it was fun. It's just it does feel like the last one that too much. So, so I, you know, within five minutes of playing, I thought I don't know if I want to do all this Give again. Me a good Mario Golf game. Well, that's the, the ones that Camelot used to make back in the day. And they still kind of make them, but they're not the same. It used to be RPGs with stories. Oh, golf with stories. Remember there was an ISS game. ISS 2000 had an entire club mode where yeah, you just, just you turned up and you're a lad. <laughs> and a really weird Japanese interpretation of football life. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, glorious. Those days gone now. They are. But yeah, I mean, then we played Smash Brothers as well, which I still don't understand. Smash. Does anyone in this room play Smash Brothers and no. understand it? Smash Brothers is symptomatic of a, of a world that's just rotting yeah like it doesn't make right. any sense and no. people go actually it's got really high tier no it has <laughs> not no it has not like oh i don't get it uh, at all like, i just to me the idea is to throw someone you know off the level yeah and that, it's a, it seems incredibly simple and yet you play it and it seems to have this complex edge which actually isn't there at all it's the mess i don't understand smash Bros. Yeah, at all pretty much we're gonna wind everyone up by saying that but it's okay you can still like it don't worry about it <laughs> and that was all the nintendo games we played they had all the three they had the the, the biggest troll ever his new metro prime game lol it's football did you play but it we didn't play oh it, i played no. that i got smashed people say it's good who's... i don't know the guy opposite me was so good that i just lost three now every time <laughs> well I'm you like, wouldn't like that happens. okay <laughs> <laughs> just walk away <laughs> was it a nintendo rep or was it just some other no, guy? No, it's just some dude. Oh, He's been weird. playing it for a little while. Just some dude. <laughs> Sitting there for hours. Yeah, sat down. And uh, afterwards, I was like, wow, well, all right. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> very much. Cheers, mate. But you not play Zelda? Just to hustle people. Well, like, I, I saw Zelda. I saw Zelda. Zelda had a big cue for it, so I watched it. And it's basically exactly as I thought it would be. It's like, you know, um, a Link Between Worlds, but for loads of people. I liked it. I liked it, but my problem is the same I with... I hate the, Zelda. Well, that's true. But it's the same with the Four Swords back in the day. Unless I'm actually going to be able to find two people to play with it all the time. I don't want to go through the single play because mm. it's not going to feel like a proper Zelda experience like A Link Between Worlds. And if I can't find... If I can find two friends, are they always going to want to play when I want to play? That was the problem with Four Swords. I was well up for playing Four Swords, but nobody else ever was. Mm. So it's like, okay, I just lonely go through Zelda by myself. No, Miller, that is... That's a terribly sad indictment of the state <laughs> of like of my of games. No, of, of needing people to play games. I like don't that. necessarily like when that. When you work in an office filled with people who all they do is play and write about video games, yeah, and but you can't drum up three other people. Brett will play Zelda with me. <laughs> who else? Maybe Scammell. I'd play Zelda with you. For how long? Uh, well, my nemesis did ruin uh, <laughs> my enjoyment of it by not being able to throw the bomb. Because you have like to- the totem system, yeah. so three players stack up. That's right, yeah. So you can get and the end and boss in the demo is a like a gigantic spinning whirling dervish of death. Yep. And it has to you have to jump out of the way. It hits a wall. It's stunned. And then you totem up, and someone with a bomb throws the bomb in the top of it. 
wow, we failed that <laughs> five times. <laughs> and in the end, we just had to let it go. We were like, the woman demoing it, the third player, she was like, do you want me to throw the bombs? <laughs> and by that time, I was like, That's no. That's not you want, is like, it? I've got another appointment to go to. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. I remember, again, some showcase or, or conference, or another, they showed me Pokemon once. And I've never played Pokemon properly. And they were just like, you know, it was, it was like Pokemon for babies. And not even they understood what they were saying. I just wanted to leave. I wanted to just die. Like that mobile I saw in last year's E3. Well, the, which one was that? The EA one? What was the it EA called? One? The one that got cancelled very, very quickly. Was it that one? Or was it a different one? I'm not sure. Either way. But I tried to play. It's by 2K, I think. Anyway, I tried to play not it. Not Battleborn. No. And I... Pre- I was like, right, how do you make these guys move? And they literally had to shuffle someone around to be like, don't, don't click like that. I'm pressing like, I'm using WASD. They're like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't work here. You need to click here. I'm like, but that's stupid. And they're like, yes, but that is the game. That's the game. That's the moment. But 25 years, this is what makes people move. No, not here. No, we changed it. Changed so in the end, mind. I was like Seinfeld style. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um, so that's all the Nintendo stuff. That there were. I mean, there was other stuff there, but we didn't, we didn't get around to it um, or felt it was necessary to play. Had a lot yeah. of Amiibos in a glass case. Uh, what is it? Has anyone, anyone else been playing anything though? What's been on people? I mean, Batman obviously has been the big game. Has anything happened in news? Do we need to talk about that new Minecraft Shen. game? No. You sure? Although, it's going to be right, it's a telltale Jim, Minecraft Jim, story mode. Your kids love Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. Have they seen Minecraft story mode? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Do you think they'd play it? Um, no. I don't think they'd be bothered because, like, they just uh, want to make stuff. At right? no point have they ever been playing Minecraft and gone, "Oh, you know what? This really <laughs> needs is dialogue." <laughs> Like that sounds like it's a problem for that game because I think I think they would, <laughs> I think they would just get frustrated with the fact that it's just taking control know, away from it's them. just a load of cutscenes essentially yeah. and not something you can go around and build blocks. In, but whatever. we say this, we cannot forget the fact that this weekend just gone was Minecon or whatever mm. it's called, where people and their families go to enjoy the world of Minecraft. So I imagine <laughs> yes. if they know a different version of Minecraft is coming out, it's probably going to do very well. And I imagine a lot mm. of people are probably very excited about yeah, it. Yeah, but my kids aren't thick as fuck, though. <laughs> well, I'm not referring to all children. <laughs> but if you get a conference based on your one video game, you can probably do whatever you want and make it successful, I'd mm. imagine. But that trailer for that game is just... And Star Wars, though, isn't it? I don't I mean, think Minecraft that trailer was not aimed at children. It was aimed... I don't know who it was aimed it's at. It's aimed at Telltale Games. That's yeah. it. They just make games yeah. for themselves now. Hence why they're making 700. 102 games simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. They've got what? Borderlands, Game mm. of Thrones. Uh, did they finish The Wolf Among Us? Did that come yeah, to a close? Yeah, 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 They got Minecraft. What else? They got something else. I think that would have been a bigger story if they just never finished. Well, that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. They just sacked they, Telltale. I just don't think anyone noticed that they did. Telltale like, have gone right back into Jurassic Park territory now. Oh, yeah. They, they, hit, this, it. they hit this they walking dead it. peak, and ever mm. since then, they're just a confusing. They, they are. They are. Of they are dining out. They are Bob Geldof. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, they are dining out on, uh, I don't like Mondays, that was it, like, <laughs> for years and years and years now. They did Walking Dead, it was good, everything they've made since has been a bit piss in yeah. comparison, and everything they made before that was a bit piss. Oh, um, Jurassic Park was more than a bit piss. Yeah, Jurassic Park is the worst game ever made. Amazing. We actually need to do like a Let's Play. Oh, Jurassic Park the game. Oh, yeah. Jurassic Park we'll get to game. that quick time event where you just, the dinosaur <laughs> oh, just stares at you. Yeah, we're playing Back to the Future game. Fucking no, shit. because I love the license too much. Yeah, and it yeah. just, why do I, it's like when I, play, I started going through the Monkey Island yeah. Telltale games, which some people sell, they're really good. It just didn't feel they like didn't Monkey Island. It's not, that wasn't it just felt, it felt like my attempt to try and make Monkey Island and I somehow convinced the st- the main voiceover guy to come on the project and he was like this is terrible mate oh, yeah I know but you're here yeah, now yeah. so finish your lines your attempt to be monkey island 
<laughs> that's what it's like. If I tried to, do, actually, I'd be really impressed if I made that. But, <laughs> it's a forty hours of guy brush in the gym. Um, now we're talking. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Telltale, uh, they, they, like Walking Dead, I think was just a stop clock moment for them. To be honest, I don't think they are a, a studio that makes good games. I also think, and I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me on this, but that's fine. I think the Walking Dead series is perfect kind of reasoning for why The Last of Us Two may not be the greatest idea mm. ever because The Walking Dead I won't spoil it the season one ends so just poignantly poignantly yeah. and amazingly and genuinely mm. like well, that's really well done from start to finish yeah, yeah. but when the second one came you like, I don't care it's like oh, you've taken all the stuff yeah. I've emotionally invested in it's just fluttered away now and it does kind of make me feel a bit not as high on the series I, as I, I was I, I, again I bought the season pass for it you know when um when they brought out that like bridge episode, it was like was was it called four hundred four hundred days? That was one, yeah. That was okay, actually. And it was, I, I, I mean, that. I enjoyed it, but when I was going through, it, I was like, I don't care about any of these characters because yeah. it was introducing a load of new characters. But I thought that's why it existed, I, so you'd yeah. buy into these characters. Oh in yeah, season no, two, I, but it didn't really work. I get that, but you know, I just can't, I kind of felt I was like, well, I'm in the same world and I'm doing the same things. But it just feels like it feels like I'm overstaying my welcome in this yeah. world, like that. The first season told this story, told it really, really well. And anything beyond that, I just don't feel like I need. Mm. Um, I only got one episode into season two, despite buying the season pass, got all excited about it. It it didn't have the same water cooler kind of um, uh, buzz that no, the first season That's had true. at all. I, I remember like every time a new... See, during season one, like every time a new episode came out, like everyone was talking about it. Um, season two, a couple of people talked about how yeah. disappointed they were with it and how they don't really care anymore. Mm. Didn't work. <clears throat> didn't work at all. I didn't, um, I didn't really get on. Like people loved that first season. I I played the first three episodes. Yeah, and I got. You know when you go to the farm, yeah, and uh, that fucking idiot kid yeah. is yeah. riding on the whatever tractor. Whatever yeah, that's right it, at the beginning. Whenever that is, and he's just like. Oh, save the guy or save the kid. And I was like, well, there is enough time to save both of these people. And it's just those really arbitrary yeah, choices. That was, that, that was a bit of a false <laughs> kind of... You are looking at it thinking, but I... Also, I mean, I'm not the only person here. Yeah. It's <laughs> still nice, though. I still uh, like it. No. It was, and then the episode where you've got to go to the drugstore, you know, because it's someone's... someone's Parents' drugs. Oh also yeah, the that's, that's still the first episode. Yeah. Yeah. You just right. played the first episode, Burns. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go into the other ones because they're a bit. Yeah, but yeah. And I was like, this is so convoluted. It's like throw the brick through the window. It's like, Fuck off! Like no. And it's just like there's things that you can and can't do in that game. People loved it because they were just wanking off the TV show. So like, oh, the TV show. <laughs> I've not seen a single. Fucking I've never seen episode. the TV show, and I still like uh, the game. Uh, <laughs> First episode's got a really good moment. Mm. Bit of foreshadowing uh, of the game when you're driving uh, out of uh, Atlanta or wherever mm. and you just see the cop cars oh, go yeah, past yeah, and then cool, there yeah. seems to be more. But the other games would be like, hold Y to look at <laughs> events. That sort of stuff's really cool. Cheers, But yeah. And then as it went on, through, I just thought those kind of false equivalencies and all those false choices and stuff like that were just getting worse and worse. Mm. Mm. But I think it's mostly about buying into the characters it, that game. It, it, oh, I hate like, oh, I've got to look after this kid. Fuck off with this fucking kid. I think kid. that's your main oh, problem, shit. isn't it? That's, that's Burns' main problem. Burns, is it? Yeah. Oh, it's it. just like survival of the fittest. That kid <laughs> is obviously not stronger, faster, oh. or smarter than me. So it's Te- dead. Technically, dead. she is. She did all right. 
Yeah, well, yeah. spoilers. Bollocks, yeah, Cle- Clementine did not bad. To yeah. Be sure. Oh hat. yeah, because you're protecting everything. Oh rubbish. She's <laughs> like fucking Krang. Don't diss Krang. <laughs> not on this podcast. <laughs> the, the, the hero oh, in his sorry. weird bodysuit thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the amount of infrastructure you'd need. To do this, <laughs> hey, Krang's in the new Tales movie. Is so he's Seamus playing flipping <clears throat> Rocksteady. What the flip is that about? Is that before he mutates into whatever it is? I don't know. I guess it's after. He looks a bit they mutated. Do. They become, <laughs> what are they? Ro- Rocksteady and Bebop. Rocksteady and Bebop. They're a rhinoceros and a... Something else. Something. It, mm. Yeah, it must be. Because mm. he looks just like a rhino. I don't know what the other one is. A lion. It's not. <laughs> but we'll say it. Is Seamus a prick in that film as well? Like, well, he's re- mm. he's um, ro- um, Rocksteady. So I presume, yes. Because <laughs> Rocksteady's fair. a bit of a knob. Um, quickly about shot. Telltale, before people start moaning. Apparently, Borderlands is very good. I haven't played it. Well, apparently Game of Thrones apparently, is all right now as well. Game of Thrones has seen lots of mixed opinions. But Borderlands, oh, people, people say it's actually <laughs> very good. But okay. then it's Borderlands, so Look, people don't care. I hate on Telltale. I just don't care. I don't. That may be yeah. worse. That I don't may have be time worse. for it. I have mm. to admit, I I played the first episode of Tales from the Borderlands, and it was all right. Um, but it was a Telltale game. Like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> they do feel very similar, don't they? All of them. Yeah. Did you play Game of Thrones, Jim? Yeah, first. Episode. Did you buy the season pass for Borderlands? No. See, no. buying a season pass is always a mistake because they always go cheaper before they're all out. Hello. It's mm. terrible. Tell that's tell. the way it is. Um, yeah. Tom, you want to talk about Shenmue because you played Shenmue 2 on the live stream last week. No, it was, it was the second one, wasn't it? It was the sequel. Yeah, second one. We played the Xbox version. Which you hated and Burns loves. It's I like just, Flip, flip is, World. I've, I played the original Shenmue on the Dreamcast. Um, I hated it pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It, even then, to me, it felt dated already. I know it's doing stuff that was like, we hadn't seen in other games really mm. but to play it it felt old even though it wasn't and i couldn't go on with it and the same it's the same with the second one even now it's even worse because it just feels like like if you go out to like resident evil it feels old the way it plays but this is another level of like mm. it just feels everything is awkward like it doesn't nothing is where you think it is like i, I was pressing buttons they weren't doing anything that i thought they would do which is like it's got its own control system which if you know is fine there are three uh, left trigger left stick makes you run right stick makes you run right trigger makes you run d-pad makes you walk <laughs> that's incredible isn't it i mean how is that even a thing yeah it's not oh, cool. well okay well if i guess at the time they thought it was it no one moaned about it at the time so i guess it was right i've never well, played one of those one games stick when it came nobody out, fucking played it at the time though did they fuck off mate i played it <laughs> and burns counts for a million people. yeah 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 um, I've never played it. I have no interest to play. I think now, even with the third one coming out, I just want to leave it to, you know, do whatever it wants to do. It's, it's never, I'm never going to understand Tom's it Tom's right. It's too late. To play it. I mean, if you watch that stream, and after all the kind of nonsense that gets spoken, about midway through, there's just a moment where, like, I don't say anything for about five or ten minutes because I'm just enjoying playing a video game. Well, that's nice. And I'm sure that I probably look about ten years younger as well, like <laughs> a proper grin on my face. Before I realised that I'm an actor and need to get back to my day job, but some, someone wrote about Shemu recently. We won't say it, is, but uh, they they described it as being a very slow game. Like it seems like it should be a fast game. Like it's kind, it's open world. It feels like you should go be able to run around, and do stuff. But its rhythms are actually incredibly slow. Isn't it and more like living you, this guy's life? But once you get into it, and I know that's. Not a great thing. I mean, fuck me. Pressing back or down on the D-pad, you think 
would like turn the character around quickly. Instead, he stops and has a whole animation where he very slowly <laughs> turns and like turns it, and then the camera comes around with <laughs> its nonsense. Um, this, there's loads of unskippable cutscenes. Uh, it's a stupid box job. Yeah, you only have to do that once, really. But do you yeah. want all this stuff in Shenmue Three? I don't want Shenmue Three. No, you don't. No, that's why we chat no about that, of course. For, yeah. for Shenmue okay, 3 so as it is coming, and you say someone says, "Steve, you have to make the choice." Do you want them to kind of completely recreate it and come up with this whole new thing, or do you want it to feel like the old ones with technological, you know, tidbits? Well, the the first game is is quite a lot smaller in its scale. It's it's denser than the the second game is. The second game is remarkable in its atmosphere. Yeah. Terrible in its actual mechanics. Like <laughs> this is the guy that made Virtua Fighter. The fighting is rubbish because you can't ever see who you're fighting against. So, but in terms of its ambition, and there's there's so much stuff there that's so clever uh, that the game gives you agency to do stuff. Uh, in that you have to sneak into a temple at one point, but it's never like sneak into the temple. Do not sneak into the temple. The game makes you feel as if you are actually on the journey and in a stranger in a strange land mm. sort of thing. And there's a moment where you have to go and see a grandmaster and learn something from them. And uh, he, you have to punch like it's in total darkness, and they're like throwing punches or something, and you have to stop them. Uh, and like he hits you a few times, you hit him. I don't remember exactly which way it's around. But then, just then, you get it, and you you'll stop the punch. You press the directions, QTE. But it's really difficult to do until you start getting into the rhythm of it, right. and you stop it. And it's a like real Neo in the Matrix moment to use the the films which blatantly influence you. Like, oh shit, I did that. It's a trick, but you feel like the character. Like I've learned how to do these things when you catch leaves and stuff like that. It sounds wank as fuck, <laughs> but once you're in the game world, it just it's like a gentle stream. It just takes you along yeah. with it. But the, the next one, I think people think that Shenmue was smaller, set in the, the town, than uh, Hong Kong. Where is it going to be now? But it's going to get smaller again, I feel. It has to, by, necess- by necessity, because it's Sega on <laughs> fucking like, look, guys, this is literally the last of the times. <laughs> I think it will be smaller, it will be denser. Well, he's if- already said that it's and character-wise. They, on the back of the box for two, doesn't it say it's like, come on, how many characters? One of the the things is it has this many characters that you can interact yeah. with he said there's going to be a lot less but you interact with them in more meaningful ways yeah. so i guess that suggests it's the first one yeah. essentially but when you when you go back and, and play show me two some of the stuff that it does that still hasn't been surpassed like you can go into almost any any build any room or any building and it's not the biggest open world and it's quite contrived in the way you get around it but the staging of it is fantastic at one point in the end game you have to find someone in a in like a high-rise building, like a block of flats. You can go in every single fucking door. I mean, it's annoying. You're like, how many of these rooms yeah. are there? <laughs> but, you know, you can't, I like, it's different. You it's can't different. do that in, in, say, in even games. GTA. Like, yeah. Even with the, the mods, you can unlock all interiors. There's only about 30. You go into every building in Morrowind. Yeah, but there's nothing in there apart from fucking shame. So, <laughs> yeah, I, he told you, Jim. I think I think Tom is absolutely right. It, what it needs to do, what Shenmue Three needs to have, it is the ability to control it in a way in which people have become accustomed to. And even then, I think that it didn't help that it was made for that catamaran-style mm. fucking gamepad uh, for the Dreamcast, which only had one stick, and so you had that you had to hold left trigger to look. Yeah. Uh, like it's a fucking like hand like a PSP game or something, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not excited for it. I don't see how they can make it work. If they do make it work, Shenmue Three, I'd love it. 
But at the same time, I love Shenmue 2, and I also love the fact that it was never finished, because part of you, then you can make up your Fill own. in the blanks, yeah. It's, oh, nice. it's going to be, Landy's going to be uh, that woman's from Shenmue 2, uh, sister, a uh, brother. Um, he's going to be your actual dad or some shit. And you're like, oh, great, it's a Star Wars now. Always, everything's Star Wars. I have one dumb question. This is well dumb, but I actually don't know. What is, why is it called Shenmue? What does Shenmue stand for? Um, I think it's something to do with the like. There's a girl you run into. Her name's Shenhua or something like that. So I think it's to do with the mirrors. The, you know, you're on the quest right, for okay. the phoenix and the dragon mirror. Okay. I think. Oh, there we go. But I don't Thank actually you. know. I just I just refer to it as running around kicking shit out. Of games. I tell you, it would have sold better. If it was called like Skull Blood. I tell you that. <laughs> if right it now. was called Life Simulator, <laughs> so just call the next one Minecraft Story Mode. Well, there you go. There you go. Watch it sell. <laughs> Okay, before we uh, move on to the, the question segment of the, uh, of the podcast, remember this podcast is sponsored by Magic Jewels Origins because we're big time now. But also, if you're coming to the Video Game Alive event on the 23rd of July, you've now got an email. If you do not have that email, <laughs> you have not paid, and you cannot come to this event. Some people seem to think that they've paid, they're going to come. No, 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 no. It's like Ticketmaster. If you don't have your ticket, you can't just turn up and go, let me in, Bob. It's not going to happen. So, yeah, just remember that. What is the email? It's from me. It says VG it say, Live Event Ticket. I'm not saying that email that you have a ticket. Yes. Yeah. It tells you what your ticket is and what you have to print out. So just a little nudge because a few people seem to be confused. Like, Can I send someone in my stead? Uh, I'll find someone who looks a little bit like me. Then they can go on stage and then I'll be sitting at the back wearing like a fake like weird. Yeah, and I'll just <coughs> shout, that's not the real Burns and I'll run down. You've ruined yeah. that part of the show now, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were planning to do anywhere. that, but we can't do it. Oh, well. Negs says, when the inve- I'll start that again. When the inevitable. <laughs> I'm dying, it seems, or having right. a stroke. I'm going to get rid of that word. When the heat death of the universe is finally upon us, what would your last moments be? It's a very interesting question. It's basically what are you going to do when the world blows up? Inevitable. There we I go. Mean, I'll, I'll have been dead right. for about a trillion fucking years. <laughs> well, let's so. say it's going to happen tomorrow. The world's going to end tomorrow. What do you want to do it's before bit, it blows this is up? a bit of a sad yeah. question. Well, you know, it's going to work. I'd enjoy it. I've got. Uh, <laughs> No, I've got. Would you not loot? Everyone says that I'd loot. No, that's a stupid point? thing to what's do. Yeah, but that's what everyone says. Exactly. Learn to just them. have his watches oh. there, be looking at them all. <laughs> Steve Merchant said on the Ricky Gervais podcast he would murder someone. <laughs> <laughs> because what difference does it make? I just thought of that now. I'd just watch Bottom. <laughs> no, why not? It's nice. Jim, what would you do? Play Morrowind? No, I have no idea. Okay. I wouldn't play Morrowind. <laughs> 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 I love it. Make Even it Jim. Morrowind is like like after like 2006. You know, Morrowind has a has a very definite uh, sell by date. <laughs> like you can't play it now. I've tried. You can't. Oh well, Tom, what do you want to do? You're about to die. I don't know. I'd be in my family, wouldn't I? Probably. Okay. Go to a theme park. It's too sad. This question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, like it. Adam says, after finishing Arkham Knight, I feel it's now time to work on my lats. <laughs> what are your top tips for lat exercises? Pull ups. Everyone knows that. Do loads of pull ups or lat pull downs. Psych Tyson, which video game character creation suite does Brett get his fashion sense from? A bad one. Chris Duffy, how excited are you for WWE 2K16 with the Stone Cold campaign? Seems appropriate to ask after the cover reveal. Right. You ready for this? We're going in deep. Did anybody watch the WWE 2K16 reveal trailer with Austin in it? No. Everyone go watch it now. It's really well done. And if you're a wrestling fan, it will have you incredibly excited about that game. Like, it's all um, real life. It's not like gameplay and just Austin in a field doing some stuff but it's really it's really cool it's really well field. done just you have to see it kind of he, he gets something he's digging something out of the ground and he gets up if you're a wrestling fan mm-hmm. it gets you all sort of mm. you know goosebumpy and excited 
then you remember the game that it's attached to. Yeah. Now, you can put... Because the rumour is now, and I think it's substantiated with this cover reveal, it looks like the main story mode will be reliving Stone Cold Steve Austin's greatest moments. Mm. That is excellent. Because you could argue the hottest period in wrestling and the most successful and the most popular is when Stone Cold was you know, running riot. I want to do that in a video game. I'm excited to do it, especially a video game that is um, you know, built around Stone Cold Steve Austin, because I think he's amazing. <clears throat> but unless that video game changes, it, doesn't, it, it, it makes no difference, because those mechanics have aged... The, the visual, everything needs a huge overhaul. It feels, it feels like SmackDown did in 2000. Mm. Unless that starts to change, and unless it starts to feel like... I mean, take FIFA, for example. If FIFA still played how it did in 1998, nobody would be talking about FIFA mm. anymore. But some, simply because wrestling is more of a niche and it doesn't have any real competition, it gets away with it. And people love the... You know, they do a tremendous job with the creation stuff mm. and the user tools. Like, I don't think any other game comes close. But it's all about the core game, and it doesn't play like a wrestling game. No. It plays like some weird... They call it a simulation. It's not a simulation. It's a fighting game. Exactly. A bad one. And that's the problem, is that I, I, I watch the trailer, I get excited, but then my brain goes, you're not going to... I didn't like the last one. I didn't like the one before that. The last one I probably liked was... Here Comes the Pain? <laughs> Maybe. 2003. Yeah, Which was amazing. Some of the SmackDown versus Raws were actually decent, and one of the WWE, I think it was 13, with CM Punk on the cover, was actually quite good. But then, then they repeated that for three years. And you're like, I don't want to play it again. Like, yeah. I need an overhaul. I need something new. I need to feel like these games are changing or evolving. And they don't. So it doesn't matter. You could have Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, and I don't know. Who else is there? Bruce the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, Bruce the Barber Beefcake's greatest moments. But if what, you know, if the way they're being portrayed doesn't feel, you know, it's like the last one. The last one looked great until you started playing it. And then you could see the old game mm. smattered in there. It was like, <laughs> come on, guys. And that's my problem with it. This, is, this should be the best wrestling game ever. You're Austin on the front, relive his moments. You know, you're probably going to have stuff when he came in on the, the, the beer truck, spread everyone with beer, on the zucchini, all this kind of thing. And you're not, I don't it think it should be, be able to wrestling, properly. shouldn't it? Our idea. Or it should be a work. When you work the match, yeah. yeah. That would it be, should be a rhythm action game, essentially. They need, they need to slow it down for the stars. It's way too quick. And they need to make moves feel more impactful. And like when you hit uh, any kind of move, it needs to feel like, man, that lost get It never does anymore. No. It does, there's, no, there's no weight to any of the moves. Man needs to be in it as well. Damn right. Bring back Acumen. So I am, I'm excited. I, love, I think the marketing is going to be excellent. Because <laughs> marketing nine out of ten. <laughs> well, it's weird, but Austin. But well, it always is with WWE, isn't it? That's They're, true, actually. They, they are do very well. good. But then the game's going to come out and go, I played this already. Mm. I played it ten years ago. I, I wouldn't let anything else get Let's away with that. Let's review it now. Six out of ten. There you go. <laughs> generous uh <laughs> shot down anthony powell when are we going to hear other members of the vg team's moron youtube commenter voice the reason i put that in there is that that's happened a lot i don't think people realize that the youtube commenter voice is one and the same so lots of people do it but it sounds the same because it's only one yeah voice. it's meant to be uniform idiocy yeah that's a reference to our new youtube comment videos which you can watch on video gamer tv they're good they cheap are. plug can you start reading the questions out in that voice <laughs> Yeah, fine. I sometimes get it confused with the Miller Report voice, but you may, have, <laughs> you may have to take over. I'll do my best. Oliver Rebeck says, what game have you played the most amount of times? <laughs> I, uh, uh, Ocarina of Times, mine, which is sad, no, really. That, that's clearly not the case, is it? The, this not, is the most amount of times. Yeah, played, you've blatantly played a sports game or a wrestling game far more. Does this than, mean finished, like completed? Okay, by that mm. logic, yes. Tetris. Really? No, I always go back to Tetris, don't I? But <coughs> I don't know. In, in, ter- <laughs> in terms of game sessions started, maybe not in terms of hours played, but in terms of like actually l- launching the game and playing it. Okay. For That's two minutes or whatever. For me. 
Which one? What game have you completed most? Resident I think that's probably what he means. Resident Evil 4 for yeah, me. That's the completed most Zocarina of Time played most would be one of the FIFA games. Probably FIFA 13, bizarrely. Mm. I played that game fucking loads. I don't or know Call why. Call of Duty. Call of Duty's got to be up there, right? Good shout. Very, very good shout. Probably four, you'd imagine. Yeah, oh, played yeah. that loads. Jim, you got any games other than Tetris? <laughs> no, I, don't Tetris, I don't know any of Tetris is both the greatest and saddest story ever because it's probably yeah. the greatest game ever made and mm. also the guy that made it got royally screwed yeah yeah no money oh, for absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but in Ocarina of Time in terms of actually seeing the finished credits I don't really go through games more than once and I play that once a year do you know the first sad. game do you remember the first game you ever actually got to the end of for me it was Streets of Rage and the first, case, first game I remember actually, well. actually finishing yeah what year was yeah. that? What year is the first Streets of Rage? 1993. Chat up. Maybe Street Sorry, Fighter mate. 2. Yeah. Bizarrely. Yeah. It's relatively easy to put on easy. <laughs> uh, Carl Kuhn says, The way CD Projekt Red is systematically releasing content is awesome. Should that model be used in the future for all DLCs? <laughs> what are they doing exactly? They're just like pimping well, out the Wii every what, week or what something. They're, what they're basically doing is that they've got a plan, a program of 16 free DLCs yeah. that they're, they are releasing. How big are they? Um, they vary in size. Some of them are like, uh, you know, little bits of armor or whatever, new <coughs> crossbows. Other ones are like actual missions, actual quests you can go on. So mm. like, some of them are, are a little bit substantial. Other, others are, are just window dressing. But, which is fine. Mm. It's really a statement of intent from them because I don't think anyone's really excited about, you know, a new fucking crossbow, crossbow decal pack or whatever. <laughs> you are, Jim, don't but lie. You can I see it in your eyes. I think what it basically is is that is it, it's CD Projekt going, you know, Bioware would charge you seven quid for this. Yep. We're just going to give you it for free. But isn't it also so that people are going, actually... I will buy that big expansion because they gave me this other stuff for free. Well, it's part of that as well because you know they they say that they their their ethos. I might be misquoting here, but their their you know ethos is they're not going to charge for something that they themselves wouldn't pay for as mm-hmm. individuals, and they want to they want to make games that they want to play, right? So their expansions. I think one of them is going to be twenty quid. The other one's going to be th- no. I'm talking rubbish. I think they're going to be like, you know, uh, like 15 quid or something, mm-hmm. but they're going to add like 30 but hours. They're like shivering hours, the aren't they? They're that kind of level. Of, oh, yeah. yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're like proper new areas, new campaigns, like, you know, uh, essentially like, you know, half a new game um, uh, added on, which, you know, th- th- and that's, they can do that, you know, and I'm not, I don't like the idea of sort of taking what CD Projekt have done. And I really like what, they, what they're doing. I think they're really great. Um, and they're fostering a really loyal community with that because, you know, everyone's like, well, CD Projekt, they, they, fuck, they get it. Mm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't, I think it's a little bit dangerous to take what they do, what works for CD Projekt and say, right, well, every studio should do this. It doesn't work for everyone, you know? I think it just um, comes down to make me want your content. Oh, yeah. Because, like... I thought, I mean, I got the Batman season pass, but then I look at what's coming out and like, Batgirl DLC, not interested. The Riddler tracks, not interested. <laughs> it's not what I want. Yeah. It's just not what I want. Like, yeah. it just doesn't... And I love that game, and I want more content. I'd be happy to part with money to get more content. I think that's fine. I think the system, is, yeah. it makes sense. Do you want more content? And you pay for it. That's capitalism. All right, fine. Yeah. It's never... The only stuff... I, that's why Shivering Isle comes to mind, because that was great. It cost like 20 quid yeah, yeah. and I felt well worth it. It was big, it was expansive, it made yeah. me feel good about going back to Oblivion. It was basically but... another Elder Scrolls game. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was 25 hours or whatever. Yeah, I had yeah. some great choices and Shigaroth or however you pronounce his name was yeah. fun and, you know, mental. 
But I just... Not many games. Mm. And I am I'm still getting into the main part of The Witcher, so I haven't looked at the DLC. But no game really comes out with stuff that makes me go, I want to spend money on that. That's mm. the problem. It always feels like content that was on the cutting room floor and they've yeah, got to let's yeah. just pick it up polish it it never feels like wow this is amazing well, stuff it's, it's the whole games of services thing isn't it I mean every, yeah. everyone's trying to make it you, you know make it so that the game isn't just a one shot 40, 40 quid purchase yeah. it's you know yeah, keep it, 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 it keeps sort of you know you nickel and dime people so you've got a constant stream of revenue from them which a lot of studios are going to have to do to keep on making these things that we want yeah. you know it works for cd project um you know that they're, they're a relatively small team and imagine that their overheads are a lot smaller than mm. fucking biowares so you know they can and they don't have paymasters so they you know they, they they don't have to um yeah well obviously they do they've got probably got shareholders and whatever but they, they probably don't have you know somebody at the top you know constantly uh, complaining about you know revenues being down or, or yeah. you know, sales targets or whatever, it works for CD Projekt. They are pretty. They're in a pretty unique position where they are a really small studio, pretty, basically an independent studio, right? But making AAA yeah. games. Yeah, you know, um, they're they're kind of an anomaly. So I I really don't like the idea that you know you can take what they do and and, and just you know blank and just say everyone Copy should be paste. doing this because it's it doesn't it wouldn't work for Bioware, you know. But if Bioware were like, yeah, we're going to release 23 DLCs for Mass Effect Andromeda, and EA are going to be like, fuck, what? <laughs> Why are you doing they that? They may well try that, though, because it clearly has worked to an extent, because like the DLC that you're getting, lots of it probably doesn't take that long to at oh, the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, lots of it is small stuff, and then it makes them seem like they're like the friendly developer, and then you're like, oh, I will support them with the £30 expansion because oh, yeah, I got yeah. that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, but, I mean, Dying Light's doing quite a lot of stuff where they're giving away yeah, free yeah. DLC. Good game, Dying Light. Yeah, so... Really, um, isn't it? What a poor sign of forgotten gem that was. Everyone forgot about it so quick. But, Dead Island yeah. 2 is going to be really good, isn't it? If it comes out. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think, uh, I think, you know, as a statement of intent, it works great. But the, you know, the, the, the free DLCs that have come out so far, they're not earth-shattering or anything. It's just nice trinkets. to sort of... Yeah, it's mm. just nice to... Have you know get free shit? Trinkers, trinkets is another series then. Oh, done. Cameron <laughs> Fotheringham says, "Can we see a Jimon? A Jimon? Can we see a Simon versus Jim Cage match?" I'll take you on, pal. No. Oh, right, there you go. No, you can't. Joe Levitt. Joe, this is the most wishful thinking question ever, but bless your heart. With Xbox One being able to be backwards compatible, do you see HD remakes coming to an end? No. No, you can expect an absolute plethora of them over the next couple of years. The answer's always money. Come exactly on, you're the gonna get so many money. soon so many like just you wait you're gonna get more I'm than fine you're... with it i am fine with it i don't what? care if people mm. honestly something i saw the other day i was going to the psn store and i remember that sleeping dogs has got a spruced up version yeah as soon as that drops in price in bit you get it Done deal. it's already well cheap miller that 40 is. quid on psn it was, t- it was 10 quid the other day Fuck on psn i think so well they, they, they didn't advertise that, that very well no they no it's not about me missing it they gotta let me know it's that price they want to sell it to me. They want my cash. You'll be like Arnold. Don't answer the phone. Exactly. If you want me to buy it, let me know. I didn't know. They fucked it. Mm. I would have bought it. They would have had my ten it's pounds. It's not very now. good, though, Miller. Don't, don't worry. I thought about Sleeping it. Dogs was awesome. Not the not the HD version. <laughs> yeah. No, why not? Get the PC version. Bit shit. 
Oh. You don't, you don't, people don't need to get annoyed about remasters coming out. Just don't fucking just don't buy, buy them. them. Just hey, don't buy them. The argument is always, but they should be spending that time and money on new games. Oh, they're oh, being made off. by nobody. Nobody developers. said, like, you know, when people bought the fucking white album for the seventh time on a new format, they weren't like, oh, I think the Beatles should be making new albums. Exactly, the Beatles are shit. <laughs> um, I was going to say something. Yeah, God of War 3 comes out, remastered next month. I'm all over it. Can you this imagine month. buying Terminator 2 and Blu-ray? Why don't they make new Terminators? Yeah, they, uh, they did. Actually, stop making new Terminators. <laughs> David Tripney, discuss No Man's Sky. Can it live up to the hype? Nope. No, absolutely right not. I've been saying this since they announced it. It's going to be a whole lot of nothing. It's going to be a big empty world with nothing to do. You're going to be well, bored within an hour. They've, they've just released another 18 minutes of gameplay, right? Mm. And it is the same <laughs> of course 18 it is. minutes of gameplay you've been seeing yeah. since they started doing demos of it at E3. It, the, 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 people have had too long to think about that game mm. it, it is going to come out and it's going to disappoint it's classic everyone. Sony I know it's not a Sony game but Sony shows stuff early quite often like they did at E3 this E3 was classic here's a load of stuff you're not going to get it for years No Man's Sky it, it looked cool but then it needed to be out like the next month and yes. everyone would have gone mad for Absolutely. it Absolutely. but I don't know I hope it's still something there that is fun yeah. but not, they still haven't sold me on it as a thing that is a fun game it looks no, kind of cool but I don't know. I mean, it's, if, still... it, it's probably like a very impressive piece of software from an engineering standpoint. It's always good. When, when they show off like the what the tech is and stuff, it's mm. always cool. Yeah, but yeah. But then they show the game and it's just, he walks around, he looks at some animals, he goes for a swim, he yeah. does some kind of scan, and then he walks around a bit more, <laughs> he, he slowly pans around a little spacecraft, Yeah. and then they fly off and that's the game. I mean, there is like an end game, isn't there? Like, there's something about well, getting I was to gonna, somewhere. I was going to bring that up, actually. I remember I, me and you did that video when they did uh, oh, a new sort of nuts. demo oh. and everyone was just like... Because we were basically just like, the problem is, you know, they keep showing us this stuff, but we're like, apart from you know, all the things Tom listed that they've done repeatedly in every demo, land on the planet, look at some fish. <laughs> um, we were just like, well, what, what, what are we going to be actually doing in this game? And everyone was like, didn't you listen to him? <laughs> he said the end game was to get to the center of the galaxy. Like, but that is just doing all that shit that's repeatedly an game. until you, you get to the galaxy. I tell you what an end game is, killing fucking General Ram. That's an end game. <laughs> an end game ain't getting to no center of the galaxy. That's just doing the game. Is this Miller or Miller no, character? They're the same now. They're, they're one of the same now, yeah. But I don't, I don't think that's an end game. Uh, does it have any guns in it? Yes. On your spacecraft, oh, yeah. it does, there, isn't is, it? there is. Like, do you have a gun? Like pew pew guns. Yeah, there's first person combat Shit. as well. Yeah, can't, can't stand laser guns. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. My interest, as Jim knows, is ranged from about 1960 to about five years from now yeah. in terms of technology. Yeah, That's absolutely. all I'm interested in. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, Basically, once we're post Blade Runner, you're just like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Wang. I love Bill Wang. Uh, question for everyone. Come on, Bill. Favorite movie based off a video game? Oh, Are you kidding me? Crank a movie based Crank's off. The Come best on, game. Bill. You're usually I mean, better I mean, than this. But there aren't any. Crank's the best. Video I don't game there are any good time. ones, are there? Yeah, but that was, that's not even technically true. It's just based on video. You're games, right. You aren't correct. But I mean, it's an actual. I mean, Look. GTA 5 stole the thing where they show where he is, where it's it comes did, up to yeah. Google Maps and yeah. shows him in another part of LA. Fact. Prince of Persia. Terrible. Mm. In the name of the king, whatever that crap was. Terrible. <laughs> Mortal Kombat you know what the Street Fighter animated movies are alright there they you go count. go watch that why don't they count they don't, anime doesn't count the first Mortal Kombat is, is deliriously bad but mm. kind of watchable well, if we do, in that case the Street Fighter movie is amazing 
I mean, it's brilliant uh, for all the wrong it's reasons. It's a very sad movie because you can, Kylie Minogue just turns up for a bit. You can tell that Raul Julia is not very well at all. It's just really, he just doesn't <laughs> look true. well. He didn't, didn't he die about two months afterwards? Mm. Kylie Minogue turns up in um, San Andreas with The Rock. How weird is that? What? For literally about 42 seconds, yeah. she just pops up in a role. And The Rock was tweeting about it going, I love Kylie Minogue. It's too weird yeah, for me. They do. Shut up, The Rock. Right, Jim, here's the question that you've been excited about. Aaron said, could Jim explain what taps aff mean <laughs> to those who don't know about it, but sober this time? Right. Okay. Come on, Jim, that, finish that this podcast a, that strong. Is a, that is a reference to when uh, uh, Scammell said to me on Friday night, do you, you, know, you want to come out for a drink? A drink. And I was like, I'll come out for a drink. Ended up having several. <laughs> It's, it's the old what story. is taps ah. so I got back to my house and started periscoping because that's the thing we that's can do, we now. do now I'm yeah. going to live stream the, <laughs> the, the, the demented inane shit that I get up to when I'm inebriated um, and and and, I, and I, it was like it was really warm I was cooking my dinner and I was periscoping it and I was like look I'm cooking my fucking dinner check this out boys and people were just check like, this out boys <laughs> And uh, I'd, I'd taken my top off. And, this sounds uh, sexy, Jim. Because I was like, yeah, it's fucking taps off, whatever, innit? And all these people were just like, what does oh, taps right, off mean? Right. And I'm like, taps off. As in, <laughs> and I, I went mad on, on the periscope. I was like, fucking taps, as in, get your fucking tap off. Are you mental? <laughs> I was like, what? Taps off is the same. It's just, it's, it's Glaswegian for. There's nice weather today. So, aye, right, taps off. As you can attest to, Simon, when you were in Glasgow, when the sun's out in Glasgow, oh, yeah. everyone takes hot. the top there's off. so many Greggs. Yeah, but exactly. yeah, Everyone it, takes it, the top off, they go to Greggs, they get a steak bake, they rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> you are right, though. I'd say 70% of the people had their tops off or their yeah. taps off. Where, is that right? Probably not. But taps no. off weather. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Does anybody else want to shout anything out before we bring this to a close? Anything you want? This is the 30 seconds where you can talk about just anything. just love video games. Oh, that's nice. I'm glad. <laughs> I don't believe you, Steve. All right, we'll bring it to a close. Remember, if you're a uh, Patreon member, or you can go to patreon.com forward slash video gamer right now. Spend five bucks and you can listen to the, um, the extended section of the podcast. And remember, today we were sponsored by Magic Jewels Origins, the new free-to-play digital version of Magic the Gathering. Visit magic.wizards.com forward slash jewels for more info. First take, that's... Brilliant. I know, it's good, right? I got this down. All right, so hang around if you're a Patreon member for your extended bit. But if you're not, thank you very much for joining us. Remember to go to videogamer.com on Twitter, Facebook, Videogamer TV on YouTube. But of course, go to videogamer.com. The amount of people that say, oh, you've got a website. Yeah, that's where all this shit starts, man. So go to it and just read stuff, because why not? Burns, pimp out a feature. What's your favorite feature of the last week that you've, you've done, written? There's a cracking there's a cracking David Braben interview. I yeah. read that this morning. It was bloody good. Yeah. There you go. Go everyone go read David Braben. It's a Braben. really good uh, Lego Jurassic World uh, codes. <laughs> and you can unlock all the characters. That was yeah, a good read, go. that one. Go read that. And also mm. was it VG Tomo on yeah, Twitter? Uh, VG Tomo. We've got to keep that going. Keep pimping that. Over two thousand now. Oh, there you go. Flying You're flying. Ooh, mm. Does really? anybody else want to pimp their Twitters? Yeah. Tom does it. Go on. At the Steve Bernie. No, Jim, just no. do it. I don't need to pimp my Twitter. If you okay. follow Burns, you might as well follow me because I give him <laughs> half the stuff he does anyway. Well, I'm pimping mine, I never pimp mine at Simon Miller three sixteen, mm. which is so embarrassing now. I'm thirty one. 31 years old and I've got 316 at the end of my Twitter I'm handle. I'm going to be 31 soon. September, right? Getting all my blood pumped <laughs> out. 316. 316. <laughs> the worst bit is, it's happening at the end of the podcast where I talk gibberish, but the worst thing is I once tweeted something to Stone Cold Steve Austin as a little joke 
And he replied and he retweeted it and stuff. Now, it was obviously amazing. It was the greatest day of my life. But then... <laughs> Wasn't this last week? Yeah, no, Goldberg oh. retweeted me last week. What a great day. But after Stone Cold Steve Austin, I had a few days and I went, yeah, he saw 316 the other day and probably thought, what a piece of shit you are. Was it you like... fucking Mark. Was it the water boy? How yeah, old exa- are you, son? Ex- exactly. exactly. <laughs> Isn't he 31? Is yeah, 32? there you go. A man <laughs> child to the day I Twelve. Someone said that to me on Twitter. They went, Miller likes wrestling and is in a band. What a child. It's like... <laughs> I'm sorry I like things. <laughs> sorry about that. I just give the up. wrestling one. But being in a band, like, what? it's not Logan's <laughs> run for bands. Well, you're obviously aware of Miller because you like video games. You're a fucking child as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He may actually be a child. Maybe this kid was like 12 or something. <laughs> so we don't know. Anyway, that was a videogamer.com UK. Lots of stuff podcast. My name is Simon Miller. I was joined by Stephen W. Burns. Yeah. Jim Drinker. As you were. All right. He's moved his mic miles <laughs> yeah, away from his Sorry, mouth. sorry. I thought we were done. I was halfway out the door. And Tom Murray. Bye. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye.